What's going on everybody? This is Cody and Brandon with Our Thoughts Exactly, where we'll be giving you our honest opinions on everything going on in sports. Sorry I missed you last week, I was feeling pretty rough, couldn't make it, um, but we're back at it. Uh, we have a great show for you. We've got NFL, um, a lot going on in the NFL, we got some uh, NBA playoffs, uh, some good stuff. What's going on Brandon? Not too much man, happy to be back. Uh, obviously missed last week. Yeah, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. You were you were down and out, man. But yeah. we're back at it, ready to go, ready to talk uh, some sports. And first, why don't we hop right into some NFL talk? Yes. Uh, NFL, they they recently changed uh, the OT rules, overtime rules. Yeah. Um, went from 15 minutes down to 10 minutes. Some of the owners are a little iffy on the on the new rules, and I mean, obviously, you can look back at other games that happened previously and uh i know like the 2016 lions they would have missed the playoffs had these new rules been in place and some other teams they they don't like that there could potentially be more ties people don't like ties people like to have right, a right. clear-cut winner right um so that's kind of crazy yeah any I, thoughts uh, on, on ot yeah i i have a couple thoughts on it my thing is you know, first of all, a lot of the player or the coaches are upset because they feel it just isn't necessary. Right. Um, it doesn't change a whole lot. Uh, you know, taking five minutes off, they're really afraid that uh, teams are going to be um, milking the, the the first like a first team that has it. You know, they're they'll gonna, milk the whole thing. They're gonna you know yeah. they'll they'll save you a couple minutes even if you kick a field goal. The other team has a chance to come back, but if they don't have any time, then you know they don't. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the big thing. My thing is. Avoid hits. I mean, it's pretty much what, yeah, it's, what it's they're doing. it's player safety. Yeah. Um, and my thing is, if you're going to do that, just get rid of overtime. In the, in the uh, you know, leave it for the playoffs. You have to have, you know, but if you're worried about it, you can't win in four quarters, then you tie. You know, you, you had four quarters to win. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that's what I would like, um, but if you're going to change something, I mean... It, without completely just redoing all of it and going like college rules, which I'm not a fan of. I would um, actually love college you, rules. You think you'd like that? Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's where I think it should go. I think that they should go to the college rules. Whenever you're watching a college game and they go to OT, it is some of the funnest moments in sports, college overtime. It is. I mean, it's back and forth, back and forth. <coughs> but then if they, if they are, I see, you know, if they are going player safety – those overtimes can last for quite a while um, just if a team just keeps scoring. And yeah, my only getting... concern about that is it's not really football, though. You know, it's like, I mean, it's, it's something completely different. And it's fun to watch. It really it is. is. But when you're going NFL, you're professional, um, I just feel like it's just not football enough um, for me to be okay with it. I see where I you're know. coming from, but um, I, oh, I would personally love it. But I don't think it's ever going to happen. No, and they're not going to take away the overtime either no. but my thing is what what's taking five minutes away gonna do it's just them trying to you know hey we're, we're looking out for the player safety you know we took five minutes off so they don't have to play football for five more minutes yeah that to me that it doesn't do much yeah i think you know what it boils down to is you got four quarters just win just win yeah, yeah. i completely agree hopping down um 
some moves. Uh, Eddie Lacy, he recently came into uh, 55K, uh, 55K because he weighed in under a certain weight limit. He's not fat. Yeah. So that's pretty good for yeah, him. Yeah, I'd be a huge fan of being paid for not being fat. I would be, be cool. I would be cool with that too. Yeah. I mean, just give me a bonus. If I uh, maintain under a certain weight, I'm good with that. Yeah. And um, it's kind of sad uh, for him uh, that they have to throw that in his contract. He's got to be the only player that has something like that in his contract, he's, right? He's not the only player, but he's the only running back for sure. <laughs> right. um, and you know, I, I know defensive and offensive linemen have it a lot, um, but you know, in my thing is, it's not even not even necessarily as sad for him. It's sad for the team. I mean, like, <laughs> like I mean, the Seahawks are True. a great team, but my thing is, you know, I shouldn't as a running back have to sign you and say I will let you play as long as you stop getting fatter. <laughs> it's just, it's just, that's crazy to me. Yeah, it, pretty pretty sad. And then uh, Alex Smith with the uh, Chiefs, uh, he doesn't think that the Chiefs are really committed to him. Right. Uh, he He's saying after this year, he's probably out with the Chiefs. And obviously, they just picked up uh, Patrick Mahomes, who you know most people think is going to jump right in and be the successor to Alex Smith. Um, that's kind of crazy to me. I mean, Alex Smith is a great quarterback. I'm not great, but I mean he's he's really good. better than average for a team like the Chiefs just to you know not put their trust in him. Patrick Mahomes is going to need I think at least a few years to really be so. ready. If the Chiefs are ready to jump straight in with Mahomes after this year, that's a little concerning to me. Yeah, I, and it wasn't even the Chiefs that said it. It was just Alex Smith just assuming that's just the based vibe off he's getting. What, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, good for Alex Smith for you know being you know i guess uh, aware enough to be able to to know that you know listen it's okay i'm gonna play this season you know if he if he plays lights out then they keep him you know it's not yeah it's not like they're gonna they told him you know you're gone um he just kind of feels that way you know i i agree with you i don't think mahomes is necessarily ready right off the get you know alex smith good for you for for having the whereabouts to say it but you know, it's it's it is a kind of an eerie feeling, I guess. If you, you know, you know, you have to go out and do your best for your job, um, and your 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 boss is not really feeling it anyway. Yeah, and I'm sure it's tough. Really, any position when uh, a team brings in, you know, a first round rookie that could potentially take your job. Uh, obviously, everyone's always all in on young players. So f- to have a, a young player come in and everyone's super excited about. Yeah, that's got to weigh on you a little bit during the season. Like, uh, yeah, I know this rookie's right behind me, right, ready and, to ready to hop in there. And, and quarterbacks are always in. quarterbacks are always so PC too that you oh, know yeah. they're always, they'll, every quarterback out there will tell you I'm not worried. You know, it's my position. You know, all that stuff. So, kudos to, to Alex Smith for saying, Absolutely. you know, of course. I mean, I'm watching. He's behind me. You know, <laughs> right. So, I mean, yeah, no, that that is good. Uh, another quarterback uh, move in the NFL, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, signed a three mil uh, deal with the Bucks. Uh, be you know I, I I like the move. I mean he sit behind uh, Jameis Winston, kind of maybe teach a little bit to Jameis, and uh, he's also a decent quarterback. Yeah, so uh, Harvard I, you know Harvard grad. You know he's a real smart quarterback for three mil. That's you know that's a steal. Oh, absolutely. Um, played pretty good. You know in his last stop. Um, I. 
I know he's had issues through the past where he's kind of, you know, because he is smarter than everybody else, he's kind of bullheaded about some things. Right. I don't know if he will help Jameis. I mean, I, it would be nice for him to do it. Absolutely. Um, I kind of, he kind of strikes me as the kind of guy that's going to fight for the position no matter what and not really help the other guy because he wants the starting position. But um, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. James Winston's yeah. the Bucks starting quarterback. Yeah. yeah, he's their starting quarterback. Right. No, no doubt about it. Right. Um, and then also you've got the Eagles switching to running backs uh, that signed uh, Legarrette Blunt. Yes. Uh, I really don't see much help there. Some no, folks it's... are thinking it's going to be a great <coughs> move for the Eagles, and I mean they signed him for two point eight mil, which has been pretty much yeah, the average. The yeah, average for... for his you know type of. Running back, but yeah, I I don't know. You've got a little more on this. Why don't you lay some knowledge on us? Yeah, yeah um, you know, uh, Legarrette Blunt. He, uh, you know, what was it? Sixteen touchdowns last year. Eighteen touchdowns last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, led the NFL. A lot of people are, you know, uh, really excited about the pickup because you know he's really going to help them out. Um, you had mentioned uh, to me before that you know it's usually short yardage touchdowns. So yeah. It's not necessarily like you're going to get a ton out of or you know a ton of yards out of them, but you know touchdowns are touchdowns. Um, my only concern is the fact that it it's the Eagles. To, to be honest, uh, yeah. you know the name the last person that had uh, a, a huge year before he got picked up by the Eagles uh, that was Demarco Murray. Right. Um, you know Demarco Murray had uh, eighteen hundred yards. Uh, was averaging four point seven with uh, per touch, um, thirteen touchdowns with Dallas in his standout year. Had that yeah, huge, that year. huge line, huge year. Huge year. Yeah. Um, the next year for the Eagles, he had seven hundred and two yards, uh, three point six average, and six touchdowns. So dramatically huge uh, drop. Fewer. Now uh, there are a couple, you know, things to consider uh, back and forth. But really, what it boils down to is. The O line is to me, um, you know, it's just not the same as Dallas had, and it's right. not the same as uh, as the Patriots have. Because um, then, you know, the next year, this last year, uh, 2016, Demarco went to Tennessee then and went right back up to 1,200 yards, 4.4 average, and nine touchdowns. Um, so, you know, the only difference was was Philly. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, Patriots make everybody better. They just they do. do. They do. So, Bill, uh, Bill Belichick, a genius when it comes to getting the most out of his players. Yeah, and my my concern for them would be, and it is for the entire league, it's not just Philly, is I would be so nervous to pick somebody up from the Patriots because it doesn't matter how good of a coach you are, you're not getting the same out of him that the Patriots did. And I don't know yeah. what it is the Patriots do. I don't know how they do it, but they just get more out of the players. And so you, it's it's really tough to... Uh, to see a big year for the Patriots and then pick him up and expect him to just jump in and do the same thing because he's not going to. A lot of times it doesn't work out that way with Patriot players. It just, no. It just doesn't. No, and it happens in reverse. You know, Patriots will take somebody that had a trash year and just skyrocket. And they're a beast. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> yeah it's, it's the Patriot way. Why don't we talk a little bit about Josh Gordon? Uh, yeah. He recently had reapplied to be reinstated into the uh, NFL and got denied. Pretty much was told, eh, try again in the fall. Right. And I don't know. I feel like when he tries to reapply in the fall, it's probably going to be, be the same thing. Uh, hey, try again next year. Yep. And I I don't know if I see Josh Gordon really ever getting back in the league. Yeah, it's unfortunate because he was I, he had what sixteen hundred yards with a trash quarterback. It his was last an insane season. season. And, you know, he just yeah. He's a great wide he, receiver, but he just can't 
keep things clean. No, and can and you know I don't know all the details, so I'm curious if I didn't. It didn't come out that he failed another drug test, so I don't know that he did. Right. Um, you know I. I've been reading farther into it. Um, his his business manager, uh, Michael Johnson, uh, apparently Josh Gordon's been living with him for the last year or so. I said he um, uh, Michael Johnson had said that he's in the you know the best mental you know the best best place he's ever been um, while he's around. Um, he said he's doing great. He's not doing anything stupid. He's working out, doing all this kind of stuff, and it's really unfortunate that he did get um, denied. Yeah. Uh, I, I keep I keep going back and forth on it because the Browns clearly know something I don't. Because why would they not have dropped him at this point? They're still hanging. They on still to have him. him, so they know something. Um, and I think that sixteen hundred yards had something to do with that conversation. But um, you know, I just I feel again with the Patriots thing. You know, I could just I could just see it. You know, the Browns drop him, the Patriots pick him up, and then all of a sudden he's a Hall of Famer. You know, I just <laughs> right. I, and, but uh, you know. My thing is, if he, the manager said he's in the best place he's ever been. He got denied, like you said. They said come back in the fall. What's what's he gonna do different? I mean, what's gonna be different in the fall if these months coming up he wasn't able to do it? What are the next months gonna do? You yeah. know, and I yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. Um, I did say that he I did see that he is uh, joining another rehabilitation center just to kind of clear his name. He said I haven't done anything, but if it's gonna help, I'm gonna do it. Um, so. You know, he's trying his best. I mean, he's trying you know, his best. I, I don't know what else to say, but, I, and I don't know what else he can say really yeah, at this point. Yeah, and I mean, it comes down to the the NFL. They've obviously have to, you know, keep their NFL name in its glory. It's all about the shield. It's all about the shield. The NFL, I feel like lately they're they're trying to really. They're scared. Yeah, they're scared. They've they don't. Had too they much don't, going on. They don't want those type of players associated with their league. And so for Josh Gordon, I mean, it's unfortunate because yeah, he he may be in great a great mental state. He may be in great shape, ready to play football again. But he can't prove it. He can't prove it, and the NFL's not ready to take that risk again. Right. Because he's you know had so many issues in the past. Yeah. And unfortunately, they can't get over those issues in the past. Yeah, it's really unfortunate for him, and it's to be honest, it's unfortunate for us and the fans. Uh, yeah. You know, just he could uh, be uh, an electric uh, wide yeah. receiver. It's it's unfortunate for everybody in the NFL to not be able to see him because if you had a trash quarterback and put up sixteen hundred yards, just imagine what you can do for the rest of your career. But he's had what now four years cut out of it. So yep. yeah, uh, yeah, it's a it's a bad situation. Then uh, we've got Kaepernick uh, still not picked up by anybody. Do you think he's going to get picked up? You know, I think he will um, because the uh, Seattle's. Like seriously, can say uh, talking to him at this point. Um, up until this last week and a half, he hadn't been talked to. Period. Uh, Seattle's the first team to talk to him. Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a hard conversation to have because you know you have the you have one side saying he's being blackballed because of the because of the kneeling and stuff. You know, I think we all have our opinions on 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 that. Um, you know, I, I tend to fall on the line of. Everybody makes it a military thing, and it really wasn't a military thing at all. Um, he he actually had ex-military, ex-NFL players, you know, helping him through the situation. Um, you know, so he had said on several occasions that it has nothing to do with the military. It is strictly because of the, you know the police cruel and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um. You know, 
the, really the distraction is where it comes in. You know, some some NFL GMs are saying, well, he's a vegan, so he's not strong enough, which probably isn't the case, but that's okay. Um, you know, some people are saying, you know, they just don't want to deal with the whole kneeling thing. Um, good for Seattle for talking to him. Um, I think it's a great spot for him. Oh, yeah. Um, he'd, be, he'd be great as uh, Russell Wilson's backup. Yeah, Pete oh, Carroll is fantastic. great at, you know, regaining confidence and stuff like that um which is what his issue was last year yeah. he really didn't have a bad season he went one for ten or one for ten in the season but um he just had a know. team around him that did not support him at all yeah he had he, very few picks i mean he didn't throw for a great average but very few picks i mean it wasn't a bad season overall um you know it would have been a pretty good slash average backup season i mean yeah you know and that's kind of what he was at this point um, you know, he's been to the playoffs almost, you know, he's been, uh, been to the Super Bowl almost to a second one. So, I yeah. mean, clearly he's not terrible. You know, he can, he can figure it out. Um, and I, I think Seattle will be a really good spot for him. I just, uh, it's a really bad situation. Um, you know, Blaine Gabbert was picked up last week and Blaine right. Gabbert is trash. I mean, at this yeah. point, yeah. He's, uh, he's Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, I mean, Blaine Gabbert got benched for Kaepernick and then got signed before Kaepernick. It just doesn't make any sense to me. No. And, you know, it's it's a really rough situation for him to be in because um, basically, it, it, to me, it's just a bunch of, because this is what the NFL, the NFL owners are and the NFL GMs are, it's a bunch of old white guys telling him what he was thinking, you know, and that kind of sucks, you know, because yeah. it's not really fair. And even if he was wrong, I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I just say, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I tend to lean on the side of, you know, who cares? It's his, his freedom of speech. It's his, you know, him, he can do what he wants. If he wants to, if he wants to do it in the middle of a game, I'd rather him not do it in the middle of a game, but, um, right. you know, it's, to me, it's, it's, it's a gray area because, He's a good enough quarterback. Um, to me, I, I can't. I can't see how there's any reason other than the kneeling that he's not getting picked up. I think that is a lot of it. Uh, just with teams don't want to have to deal with all the outside noise, right? And I think that's what it boils down to for him, which it's is the Tebow effect. It, yeah, exactly. Teams don't want uh, to have to worry about okay, is he going to kneel during the game and cause a whole uproar? With a certain uh, you know segment of of people in the in the world, right? Um, teams just don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. They right. just want people that go out there, do their job, play football, get wins, get to the playoffs. I mean, that's that's what teams want. Right. And if you're not gonna do that, and you're gonna you know create outside noise and distractions for the team, as a GM, you don't want any right. any part of that. And I totally understand that. The only the only real um, the the real unfortunate part of it is, uh, you know, basically they forced Kaepernick to believe in and support his social views or his career. Like you know, which, he had to sucks. choose one or the yeah. other. You know, and it's really unfortunate because it's not always the case in everybody else's job. Yeah. I mean, we all have jobs where you know, while we're at work, we do what we do, and then you know, who cares what we believe outside of work? You know, but for him, because it's so you know, he's so popular, um, everybody's watching. It 100% is depending on what he believes, and that sucks. You know? Yeah, it really does. Moving on, uh, I know we talked about the Patriots a little bit ago. Um, Tom Brady's wife. Yeah, called came, him out. Called him out. Yeah. I mean, she had said uh, that he had a concussion last year, uh, which obviously nobody – he didn't go through concussion protocol. And on top of the uh, the concussion last year, she began to say – 
one of two things. Um, I believe it was he has a concussion every year. Some are believing he's. she was going to say he has a concussion every game, which I, I don't necessarily think I that's what she think was meaning. That, yeah, yeah. But she started to say, well, he has a concussion every, and then backed off because realized, she realized what she was saying. Yeah. And said, oh, we don't talk about that. Yeah, we just don't talk about the concussions. <laughs> right. And uh, she even called him out and said, yeah, his whole, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to play for the, you know, five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she pretty much nicks that, said, I ah, no, don't think so. It's just impossible for him to play because of the concussions. Right. And, I mean, we've seen, you know, plenty of players that have to, uh, obviously Tom Brady's played for many years, but you see plenty of players that have to hang it up early because of concussions. Yeah. And that's a little concerning uh, with Tom Brady if, you know, we don't know what she was going to say. If it, if it was every, yeah. Even if it was every year, though, he has concussions. Right. That's a huge I mean, this is thing. his, what, 12? 13th, 13th year, 12th, 13th like year. I mean, yeah. to have a concussion every year, that's that's uh, you know, on the on the verge of being dangerous. I mean, it has to be. Yeah, um uh you know, Warren Moon was interviewed um cuz he played till he was 44. Yeah. Um and he was saying that he has a very similar he had at the time a very similar diet um as Tom Brady. Um very similar stretching, very similar, you know, and he even says Tom Brady probably takes care of himself better than Warren Moon did. Um and, you know, if he played till he's 44, he said, why can't Tom play till he's 45? I mean, I could easily see it as long as he stays healthy. Um, but then Warren Moon said he knows for a fact, um, you know, speaking of it for himself, he knows for a fact he had at least six uh, six concussions. Um, and he said he's worried about that. Uh, so he said that's, uh, but he said that had nothing to do with why he retired. He said it was really because of his legs and stuff like that. Um, so that eventually... Tom Brady will kind of get that spot, but you know Giselle put Tom Brady in such a bad position. Tough spot. Um, because yeah, think about spot. it. Last year, he, all he wanted to do was get done with the investigations. That's all he wanted. Just be done with the investigations. Guess what's happening now? They're investigating <laughs> his mental health. Absolutely. Uh, in in the his past uh, past health. Uh, so, oh yeah. So he's saying going know, back and trying to figure out. Okay, I, when, I, when did Tom Brady have right. concussions? So she's saying, I or he's saying, I just got done with this. Why just stop it? You know, stop it. Yeah. So, uh, it's it's a really bad spot, and you know that the Patriots aren't feeling it. Because oh, absolutely now not. Now they're in the middle of that. Um, you know, it, I I watch almost all of their games, uh, and I. I don't. I didn't see a time where he was stumbling around at anything. Anything, and the, and the NFL right. has spotters, you know, in the oh, in the booth. If someone's looking like they have, they'll they'll call it and, and pull them out. Um, you know, that's part of the protocol at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I almost wonder. Um, in it, she knows way more than I do. I'm sure because you know they obviously you know, they're married. married. They live yeah. together. Yeah. Um, I almost wonder if he just came home one day and said he had a headache, you know, because he had gotten hit a couple times, had a bad headache or something, and it wasn't a concussion. And But in her mind, she's thinking, oh, Tom had a concussion. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just wondering if, you know, which Yeah, are, one... they, are they legitimate concussions? Or right. Or are they just, yeah, I woke up pretty sore uh, after right. that game. Because, you know... My Tom... body hurts, my head hurts. I'm, right. I just want to lay around in bed all day. Right. And, you know, Tom Brady is... Uh, He's a really smart guy. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I can't imagine that he just, you know, at this day and age, would be just totally down with just ignoring it. You know, no, even I if mean, even if they, into... even if they didn't let it out, because you know, it's, it's you know, the Patriots have been known to, to hide stuff like that before, and then and then they went the reverse and you know called out every every you know uh, little injury. But um, you know, I almost 
I almost wonder. I I I, I can't imagine that he did just because. I can't imagine it would have it would have gotten through. Now, with that being said, I'm sure a lot of things get covered up, so I don't know. Um, but that puts that puts them in a rough spot, um, just rough because spot. she, just because she wanted to to talk on TV, you know. And um, <laughs> I'm a firm believer in don't inter, don't intervene with your significant other's job, you know. Oh, completely um, agree. Just like you know, uh, like a a doctor, you know, his his wife shouldn't be, you know, in the middle of a. Uh, you know, a press conference shouldn't, you know, throw out some, her, her opinion on, on something that happened in surgery or something, you know, or, yeah. uh, you know, the president, you know, the president of the, of America, you know, that the, um, the wife shouldn't be, you know, talking about what's happening overseas, you know, that, yeah. you know, let, you know, I don't, I, I feel kind of weird saying stay in your lane because that's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a bad situation, you know, we, we, we'll be talking about we'll that. We'll talk about that later. But, but uh, you know, just kind of let let the experts be an expert in their field you know tom brady's an expert at quarterback so he knows he knows what he needs he to knows do his body he knows his body um, you know you don't need to talk for his right body right essentially you know and, well, and that's why you don't really see a lot of uh players in the nfl you don't see their wives coming out and talking about the, right the players i mean and I don't, I don't want it to, I don't want it to be a a, a sex thing either, because right. even if you know, say you know, the the wife is a CEO of her company, the, the husband shouldn't be talking about the company, you know, and it has nothing right. to do with it. It's just, you know, let the experts be an expert for what they do. Don't try to intervene. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, completely agree with that. Um, why don't we hop to NBA? Sure. Uh, before we get into legitimate NBA stuff, I mean, this is like fringe NBA. NBA ish. NBA ish. We we said we weren't going to talk about this guy. We promised. We promised, but sometimes I guess promises are meant to be broken. Because it, here we are. Yeah. We're going to talk about our buddy Lavar Ball again. Uh, he uh, went on uh, the herd yep. and kind of got into it with uh, Christine Leahy. Was very unprofessional. Very yeah. unprofessional. Yeah, uncalled for. And he's he's done this a couple times. I mean, even with uh, kind of. Clapping back at Kyrie Irving, making his Kyrie made some comments. Pretty much said, "Hey, Lavar, let your son Lonzo be Lonzo." Well, yeah, uh, Kyrie had said that um, you know he, the the thing that he loved about his dad is that his dad was a very hands-on dad. You know, was always you know pushing him to do what he does. Yeah. Um, but then as soon as he turned eighteen, he let Kyrie do his thing. He's his own man now, and he, Kyrie had said that's when he got his first tattoo, got his ears pierced, you know, kind of all, all that, that stuff. kind of stuff. But yeah, because he's he's his own man now. He can do what he wants to do, and all he was saying is that it would be good for Lonzo to Lavar back off, be a little his own bit, man. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and like you said, he kind of he lashed out at him, and uh, it's just it it's it's rough because you know Kyrie. My thing is. Lavar Ball, he he takes and makes things so personal for no apparent reason. They don't need to be at yeah. all because all all Kyrie was saying was, you know, just let you know at this point it's good. It'd be good for your son to let him do what he does because that's because it was good for me. That's all he was saying. Um, and then you know, but then Lavar has to come back and say, oh well, you know, my family is oh, so much better. My family. We've got the mom who's always here for our kids. Our whole family's so close, and the whole mom comment is where it really for. crosses the line because uh, most people know Kyrie lost his mom at a fairly young age. Right. right. Um, so to bring up 
his mom. And I mean, granted, Lavar probably didn't probably have didn't any clue about uh, Kyrie's mom situation. Maybe just thought, ah, she just was out of the picture, left. But like we talked about, don't intervene if you're not an expert in that field. Yeah, you don't need to be blurting your, you know, just you don't need to be throwing everything out there when you have no clue about the situation. Yeah. And and in that instance, I think the guy just crossed a major line. I mean, a huge line that he crossed, and and even with uh, talking uh, on the herd, just a complete mess of a talk. That melted down quick. It it was wild, and came out of nowhere. It did come out of nowhere, but like you said, he just takes things so personally that he felt he that takes he was and being, makes things yeah, personal. Yeah, he was he was feeling like his brand, the big baller brand, was being attacked. Yeah. So then he's got to up, you know, puff out his chest and. Essentially, just go on this big tirade against, you know, Christine Leahy and the comments she was making. It was just a mess. Yeah. So, it, you know, if if anybody, um, you know, for everybody listening, if you if you haven't heard it, we recommend it. You know, you can Google it, do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Um. It, really, what was happening was Christine Leahy said that he needed to, if he wanted to have a, a big brand, like you know, like. Uh, like a Nike, Nike Under Armour, yeah, Adidas. He, need, he needs to reach out and uh, support women as well, um, because you know most the world, of those big half brands. the world are women. So you know, what, uh, and then he took it as, or he what he said was, you know, we're not worried about the women, we're worried about big ballers, <laughs> and you know, it was just just stupid, just silly. Yeah. Um, and then he went you know, farther and farther and farther, told her to stay in her lane. You know, that's kind of where we made that you uh -huh. know, comment before. But um, it was, all of it was just unbelievably uncalled for. Um, with that being said, I, and I, it, it, it irks me to have to defend him a tiny bit. <laughs> um, he, I, I keep going back and forth on it. And if you listen to it, you'll, you'll hear it too. Um, you know, Christine Leahy was saying that he was being disrespectful to all women. I don't think that was the case. I think he was being disrespectful to her. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with the women. He was he was purposely disrespecting her. Just her. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he he made a, a comment about another uh, uh, another writer as well. Um, you know, saying he needs to worry about snacks and stuff. You know, just just stupid just stuff. Just making stuff. things personal that don't need to be personal. Um, you know, he did say she needs to watch her back, which I can understand why everybody kind of, you know, blew up and said he's threatening her and all this kind of stuff, which I don't necessarily think he he meant to threaten her. He did threaten her. Oh, I don't absolutely. think he meant to. It's just That's just what happens in his head. It's just crazy to me. <laughs> um, you know, but it's 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 such a it was such a just a weird situation. Um, and then to top it off, you know, with all of this bad stuff going on in the middle of the show uh, and Colin Cowherd had said that he didn't want to jump out and jump in because he wanted Christine to be able to defend herself he didn't want her to feel weak right um and and I I support that for sure um but you know on top of all that he said you know Nike missed out uh for the billion dollars because the billion was absurd anyway he said well Nike should have taken it because now it's three billion which is um, just crazy. For, and, and the funny the thing is, and... uh, the the shoes aren't even selling that well. Well, um, yeah, right. They're they're not. He keeps I'm... he keeps you know uh, going around the the question. Um, and he said he had said he actually did kind of really say what he was because everybody keeps keeps asking him what are you selling? What are you selling? What are you selling? Um, and he said um, a lot to you and a lot to me might be different. 
he said, 5,000 might be a lot to you, 500 might be a lot to me, and I feel like we're selling a lot to me. So I just, it kind of, it, it leads me to believe that he's probably sold like four or 500 shoes. And I think most of the reports are around that number. Yeah. Um, and I mean, granted, at the price point, 500 I mean, bucks a piece. Yeah, I mean. at the price point, <laughs> he's still making, you know, $250,000. Right. So yeah, good good on him. But that's not anywhere near the $3 billion now that he wants to partner right. up with. That's never going to happen. And he's crazy to think that that's ever going to happen no yeah i mean i just to put it in perspective uh you know lebron has a 10-year deal with nike for a billion dollars which is absurd um but that's lebron yeah and, we're, we're talking about lonzo ball who hasn't played a minute in the nba doesn't even have a team looking yet. for three billion looking for three billion not going to happen lebar and that is the end of the lebar ball talk Let's, I'm not going to say ever because not, not, you know, we had ever. to backtrack on yeah, this yeah, last yeah. one. He's going to say something else stupid. It, <laughs> it's, it's inevitable. For now, we're done with LeVar. Let's get into some actual NBA talk. Right, some real stuff. Some real stuff. Uh, why don't we just hit on some random NBA stuff before we jump into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Chauncey Billups uh, interviewing for the Hawks GM job. What, what are your thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, I was, I was curious about that. Yeah. Um, that was... It, he might do well, you know. It's it's hard to tell. He has doesn't doesn't have any experience, right? Um, he's a good commentator. He was a brilliant player, really smart. Um, yeah, you know they, uh, you know, big shot. Oh, those, he, you know, man, those piston teams were fun to watch back in the day. Yeah, and he and he he ran the team. So I mean, I, you know, I he's a he was a really he's a really smart guy. You know, maybe I, it'll I, work out. Maybe I he can hope be it does work out. Yeah, for him, absolutely. You know? The All NBA team uh, list came out, and there were a couple snubs. Carl uh, Anthony Towns didn't make any of the All NBA teams. Yeah, That's... he was the starter on both of our uh, yeah twelve man rosters uh, I mean, last week or two weeks ago he's because easy. He's, he's the best, best center, in the league. Best center in the yep. league snubbed. Uh, and then you've got another one that's kind of crazy: Clay Thompson getting snubbed uh, on the All NBA teams. That's crazy to me. I mean, Clay Thompson is. A phenomenal player. Yeah, he hasn't had the the season. He's you know this is it was kind of a down season. Um, but when now, you add another superstar like well, Kevin Durant, that'll right. that'll happen. Right, and with with saying he's had a down season, it's still a lot better than most in the league. Yeah. you know he just isn't as good as he was the the, the last couple. Um, and that's that's my my problem with uh, votings like this because all the writers um, I feel like a lot of writers are kind of hot take artists, and that's because they have to be because that's when you're a writer, you have to get the clicks. You know, with guys like us, you know, it's just opinion. You know, you're you're just listening to what we think and and uh, different, uh, and trying to make it as fun as we can. Um, you know, for for guys like that, you, it, you have to, like you said, you have to get the clicks, and you're not going to get anybody to notice you unless you're saying something outrageous, um, and so. Stuff like this, they'll they'll leave Cat uh, out, you know, Carl Anthony Towns out. They'll leave Clay Thompson out because um, they, they know it'll get they know it'll get noticed, um, you know. And basically, they they try to make a point in bringing the next guy up, you know. And it's always premature, it seems like to me. Yeah. Um, and we'll touch on it later, but you know, like LeBron, you know, someone tried to put him on the second team, which is just oh yeah, just <laughs> unbelievable. Get out of here, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just crazy. Um, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, playoff basketball? Yeah, uh, we've got you know obviously the Warrior Spurs, Cavs, Celtics. Let's hit on the Warrior Spurs first. Uh, that's not much of a series uh, at all. 
um, so far. I mean, obviously, right. that game one looked like the Spurs were coming out hot. Yeah, the first half was yeah. where, where it should be. You know? uh, yeah, and then uh, you had, obviously, Kawhi going out, which really deflated the Spurs, and they just don't have anybody else that can create like Kawhi created. They don't. Um, you know, the first the first half of the first game was interesting because it had two parts of it. Two parts to it. Kawhi was playing lights out, um, and he was making everybody on the team better at the time, which we had discussed before he hasn't been doing. Right. Um, you know, LaMarcus was playing a lot better because he wasn't the only scorer. Um, and, uh, you know, the Warriors, they, uh, they... They were rusty, you know. They were. Oh yeah. They had how you know how many turnovers in the first half? They were you know just moving too quick, making bad passes, um, and then they kind of evened it out. Uh, you know, with Kawhi being hurt though, I it it really it opened it opened it up for the Warriors because I mean they, there's no one on the team that can play defense on. Uh, you know, there's too many mismatches. Is basically what it boils yeah. down to. Yeah. Um, and really. Talking about the Kawhi thing, you know, Zaza Pachulia, it's been a, it's been this huge thing. Everybody's got their own opinion on was it dirty, was it not dirty. Um, it was dirty. It was. It was. Dirty. It, yeah. If if you watch it, he took an extra step, um, and he didn't need to. Uh, you know, I, I've had I've heard, I've been hearing so many arguments that he didn't look down, so he wouldn't have been able to pinpoint it. And to me, that's just an that's just a lazy argument. It is a lazy uh, argument because, first of all, if you know the, the league is cracking down on this because it will ruin people's careers. Yeah. Um. You know. My thing is, of course he didn't look down. If he looked down, it'd be an obvious call. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course he didn't look down, and so, and you know, the argument is, well, if he didn't look down, then he didn't know he was going to step on his foot. Okay, that's fine. But if you're putting your foot there, there's a lot better chance of him stepping on it. He could he could miss it, sure. Yeah. But there's a heck of a lot chance of him, or better chance of him stepping on it than there is your foot's not there. Yeah. You take that extra step, you're into his shooter space you're just making even it more. Possible. Yeah. You're not you're not saying I'm hurting him on this play because I I can't. I maybe people do think that way. I can't wrap my mind around knowing like you know what I'm, I'm going to hurt this guy, guy. this time. Yeah. But I can. I mean, I wouldn't do it anyway. But I can understand. I can see somebody thinking. If I do this, he might do something. Could you know, he hurt. might tweak something. You know, I'm not gonna go looking for. You know, I'm I'm taking him out. But you know, it wouldn't hurt if I did this, and he might he might step on it. He might not. You know, to me, uh, it definitely was dirty because he put he put the foot there. Yeah. Um, and he stepped on it. Um, and he's he's out. Um, yeah, and, he's gonna be out. Yeah, I mean, game four, Kawhi's gonna be likely out again yeah. the entire i mean the, the whole series he's out and that's huge it's huge i mean it changed the whole series easily the spurs best player i'm not um, saying that the spurs would have won but they had a lot better chance a lot with better Kawhi chance there. with Kawhi. and uh speaking of the dirty plays you know the the nba they 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 crack down on this you know Art. giving giving yeah. the giving the shooter space but to me i i think they should do a little bit more with uh, this shooter space. And they might at this point. Which I, I think they really need to look at it um, because I, you, th you think about it. So Kawhi goes out. It's a foul. Two shots. That's what you get. Yeah. I mean, so for a, a, Needs to be a series, player. you know, ending for Kawhi injury, that's huge. Yeah. Just to get two shots. I'll tell you, 
I completely agree with you. I think it should be a flagrant foul. It should be a flagrant two. You should be gone. You should be out of the game. Yeah, if, if he's out. Yeah, he's out. Why aren't you? Yeah, completely agree. It needs to be a flagrant uh, two, and I think the NBA should really take a look at that. And there I think needs they to will. be more punishment to the severity of. Well, what and, it is. And, and, you know, we don't talk about hockey a lot. And, and, you know, eventually I'm sure we probably will throw more into oh, it. Oh, absolutely. But, um, hockey's got a great rule on if you hurt someone, you're out as long as they are. Yeah. And, you know, and that's that's really cool to do stuff like that. Um, because, you know, Jaja being out for these playoffs would be huge for the, uh, for the Spurs. Um, and so they're saying, you know, hockey's got the rule. Why is it fair that you're going to be – you're going to be chippy and you know and end up hurting uh, the best player on the team, uh, but you're still here. Yeah. And you might not even be that great of a player, but you're better than nothing. Uh, and so you know, it, I, I like that rule, and I think you know, and there, it's it's not going to be. It, it'll never happen. It'll never way. happen. But that'd be a it, that'd be, be a, a cool a, rule, a cool rule to put in. You know, in in, in every sport because. Um, you know, stuff like baseball, you know, you're not necessarily hurting somebody. So, um, you know, right. you can. There's different situations you can slide in, stuff like that. But um, but I think that would also the make The NFL and the NBA, that's interesting. That would also make the players think a lot harder right. on, hey, should I take that extra step? Kelly Olenek's not going to rip uh, Kevin Love's arm off. out of his socket. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to make players really think, okay, if I hurt this guy, like, I'm going to be gone too. Right. And I, I like that rule. And like like we said, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it would be really cool to to put that to in because it. yeah, because you know, like you said, you're you're going to have to think then, and you're not going to purposely go at somebody. Yeah. Um. And really, I thought I thought more about it too because of, um. Because of all this, because you know, Joshua has a history. Yeah. Oh, of absolutely. this as well. Um. So you know, guys like you know, in uh the the most recent to mind, Kelly Olynyk and and Jaja, um, you know, are dirty players. Whereas guys like you have, uh, say, Draymond, Draymond Green, Tristan Thompson, Kenneth Fareed, Patrick Beverly, those guys are scrappy. And so some people will consider them dirty. But there's a huge difference because dirty players, there is an intent. Yeah. Um, and even if, like I said, he might not have been trying to hurt him on that exact play, there was an intent to get under him because there was a chance. So there is an intent. Whereas scrappy players, they're just playing. They're playing hard. They're they're playing to the limit. They're get they're yeah. almost there. Yeah. They're playing to the limit. Um, and Draymond's the one that everybody talks about because of the, you know the growing he, shots. He, he's a little on the fence right. for me. Just with to me, I don't see any reason why you need to flail your leg up right after a shot or after a foul or after. I mean, to me, that's there's no uh, reason for that in the game of basketball. Yeah. And I would agree entirely. My only argument to that is he's playing to the absolute limit and probably jumping over that limit a little bit, like with the groin shots. But he's he's never knocked somebody out of a intentionally. Out of a, yeah. yeah, never I mean, done anything. Yeah, like with like Olenek, you're talking about. I mean, obviously, if you've got a guy's arm locked mm-hmm. and are trying to like run away with their arm, yeah. well, something's going to happen. Yeah, and, and Google or you know YouTube it. Uh, you know, you guys need to watch it if you haven't seen it before. The ball's going one direction. He's pulling Kevin's arm the opposite direction. There is no basketball play. No. Um, you know, he did it entirely on purpose. Whereas, um, you know, there is, and again, I hate that I have to argue for him, but there is an argument that, you know, Draymond does kick his feet when he shoots because he does it sometimes when he's not, when he's when there's no one around him, too. Um, he may so, just overemphasize it <laughs> right, a little bit right. more on certain plays. Right. So, you know, the... 
there's, and I'm not saying it's a basketball play, but there's more of a basketball play when it comes to him than it is ripping some dude's shoulder out of his socket. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Patrick Beverly plays crazy defense. And oh, so people talk about guy. him being dirty all the time, and he's really not. He just He's just always on you. Kenneth Reed and Tristan Thompson get it all the time because those dudes are rebound monsters. Yeah. And those dudes are always fighting in the paint. Um, you know, Tristan gets some of it because he's on TV all the time. Um, but... Again, he's never hurt anybody. He's never no. he's never slid up underneath somebody. Um, he actually has been slid up underneath of a couple times. You yeah. know, Marcus Smart last game was trying to box him out and went straight for his knee when he yeah. was boxing him out. Yeah, and I don't want to say Marcus Smart did it on purpose, so I left him out of this. But you know, him and Kelly Olynyk are on the same team. You yeah. know, they both are they're kind of punks. You know, I yeah. I you know I'm not a, I'm not a fan of his because he does stuff like that. But hey, but again, he's never he's never hurt anybody either. Right. Um, so I left him off of that. But th there is a discussion that has to be had. Um, I am a huge fan of scrappy players. Um, you, you and I have discussed the hatred runs deep for Draymond Green. I didn't like him when he played for Michigan State. No, I'm a huge no. Ohio State fan. Yep. Didn't like him. Just nope. didn't like him. Completely so, agree. So, it, you know, that runs deep. It goes deep into college. It goes way back. Yeah. yeah so to me, uh, he's good for the NBA, though, because the NBA needs a, a, a villain. Yeah. Um, you know, when look at the the early two thousands after Jordan, Kobe was playing lights out, but no, there was no villain, no one, you know, no one to There's hate, no rivalries. You know, it was boring. Um, so now you have guys like Draymond that are really fun to watch. I can't stand them, but I like watching them because you know it's he like it's, kind of, it's, a, it's, a, it's a love to hate relationship. You know, <laughs> um, I like watching them and and yelling at the TV every now and then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, you know, somebody somebody like him, somebody like Tristan, somebody like Kenneth Reed, they're good for the NBA. They're good to get people kind of pissed off and wanting, you know, shoving matches and stuff like that. That's good. That's interesting. Sliding up underneath somebody and ruining his career, not ruining cool. his season, not, not cool. good. Not no. good. No room for it. No, completely agree. Continuing to talk about the Warriors uh, in the Spurs series, obviously you've got Kawhi out. Uh, I mean, Warriors are gonna sweep the series i mean you, you at this have, point you yeah. have uh draymond saying oh well we've we've blown leads before i mean i think he's just kind of that's the pc we talked about the pc and, move and yeah. by the way that's surprising that he was pc yeah because draymond usually not that he's, PC. he's not that kind of guy he's usually the one saying no we you know they're trash yeah uh, but i mean the warriors they do have a few couple key players that are that are out um with some injuries at this point that could potentially hurt them if they do end up uh you know rematch with the Cavs again. Yeah, it has nothing to do with this series. No. It's not going to affect them, but it will affect them with the Cavs. Yeah, I mean Iggy still has his knee problem. Mm -hmm. Uh you've got David Lee going down. Torn um, Patella. Torn Patella. That's Tendon, that's yeah. rough. Um so that's going to be an interesting uh point to watch. You know, if they do end up, which I think they will, uh, winning this next game against yeah, we're the Spurs. jumping the gun a little, um, but, a little bit. But is it really jumping the gun saying the Cavs and the Warriors I, are going to be in the finals? At this point, I think it's pretty much inevitable. No, it's not. A, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's jumping the gun at all. But my thing is, uh, those are two huge uh, outs, um, uh, you know, huge uh, key injuries because um, you know Iggy has really been the only guy in the last couple of years that has been able to slow down LeBron, and I don't mean stop him, but slow him slow down. Him down. Yeah. Um, so if he he can't move as quick laterally, uh, you know LeBron's playing the best he's ever played. Ever. You know, fourteen seasons, and we'll get into that. But you know, it's just still just mind blowing to me. Um, 
And David Lee, I mean, the, the Warriors really He's don't, a big body. Yeah, they are not a, a big team, obviously. They, no. they play a lot of small ball, but David Lee is one of their main big guys. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, David Lee is a, is a good rebounder. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what he's known for. And, uh, you know, despite... Despite the, because the big concern is stopping LeBron going to the paint. So you need big bodies to be able to stop him. Despite that, don't even think about like take LeBron out of it. With David Lee out, Jaja's the only guy that can defend or that can stop Tristan from getting those O boards, and that's what Tristan does. Yeah, Tristan is an O board monster. Um, Javale McGee ain't stopping. Tristan. Not a chance. He's no. not. It's not happening. So that's a huge out uh, for the Caps, really, because. Um, because it makes it easier for Tristan now. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, speaking Cavs, kind of hopping in there. Uh, Cavs Celtics yeah. series. Um, yeah, that hasn't been much of a series, uh, and I don't think it's going to get any better for the Celtics. No, but before we jump in, uh, jump in too hard. Um, I want to touch just a just a tiny bit on the last series since we couldn't last week. Um, you know, John Wall in the uh in the uh game seven uh you know in in you know brandon and i will will live tweet most of these games um because it, because it is an interesting uh topic um and we'll do it through the football season all that kind of stuff too so please follow us you know at ot pod um but i we were saying you know pretty much throughout the series this is the john wall we've been looking for this is john wall we've been waiting for and then He's game seven finally doing it and then game seven, uh, in game seven, you know the first half he still played well. Yeah. Um, but he just he folded. He froze he, up. He fell off, he, man. Uh, he, he just he wasn't making the passes. He wasn't driving. He wasn't. He was. You know. He just. It almost seemed like he didn't want to. Right. You know. And uh, Isaiah Thomas wanted to. <laughs> you know. And that's and that's what really boiled it down. I kind of had an idea that they were um, what was going to happen, being as how they had played what. Uh, nine home games each something like that throughout yeah. the season um and all of them went to the home team all of, every single one of them went to the home team but i i kept saying going up to it you know if john wall's gonna be the guy if he's gonna be the guy that he's looking like he probably is at this point he's gonna be the guy that we've been waiting for he has to win this game uh he has to make it and he just he just didn't um and it almost makes me wonder at this point because he just he he's made it you know, obviously he can't get it done so far. Is he? I don't. I, he, a bust is crazy, but is is he number one overall quality? Yeah, that, and that's you the know? thing. Yeah, it, is he one of those elite players? Yeah. that he is kind of made out to be at this point. Yeah, because he. I mean, he was drafted number one overall. He was a huge deal, um, but clearly he can't get past. You know, Ky, you know, Kyrie was number one overall. Ky, Kyrie's got it. You know. He's got there, and granted, it was after LeBron got there. But Kyrie's, he's, I mean, he's playing lights out, and LeBron's not doing it on his own. Right. Um. So, you know, Kyrie's there. You got uh, several other guys. You know, LeBron. You know, LeBron. You know, number one, obviously, too. But, I just, you know, I, 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 I keep wondering, is he ever going to be the number one that we thought he was going to be? You know, and he's yeah. he's not doing it. So not far. to this point. No. Hopping in, uh, Celtics yeah. obviously won the game, so now they're playing the Cavs and well, not, not doing so well, great. 
they're, yeah. they're so, on the court with the Cavs. They're on the court with the Cavs. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like I saw that game two. I know for a fact I haven't. Not uh, in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs. They were down by 50, what was it, 52, 53 at one point? And that's just absurd. That's, I mean, that's that's a good old-fashioned butt-whooping. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, and uh, really what it boils down to is the Cavs just own the heads of the, of the Celtics. I mean, they just... The Celtics, Celtics just don't play the same game. No, the Celtics are a terrible matchup uh, with the Cavs. Oh I yeah, mean, terrible. Mm-hmm. Just the, I mean, granted, if the Wizards would have won the game, maybe we'd get a little more competitive uh, Eastern Conference Finals. But I mean, regardless, I think, like we had said, it's inevitable. Yeah. Cavs Warriors are going to end up playing again in the finals. Well, but, and, yeah, and like uh, like I said, you know, definitely follow us on Twitter. We we uh, live tweet all that stuff at OTE Pod. Um, but, you know, I made the comment during the game is, you know, the Celtics are a good team, but that's like, you know, to me, I was trying to think of a good way to put, to, to put it in non-basketball terms. And really what the first thing I thought of was, that's like being a great, great at spelling. You're going to a spelling test. The whole test is algebra. You know, it's, it's the whole thing. It's the same thing. These, these Celtics teams, they're they're a, they're a good basketball team. When you show up to the Cavs, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, it's a whole it's different even, world. It's not even basketball at this point for you guys. Yeah, um, just you know, you can you can be good at spelling, but as soon as I hand you a math test, you don't know what you're doing, um, and that's that's what happens when when you when you meet LeBron. Yeah, you know? and and that's exactly what it is. And uh, I mean, obviously, the Celtics have their issues right now with Isaiah Thomas going out. Uh, He's out, done out the rest of the postseason. <laughs> Uh, from what I hear, that hip injury is mm-hmm. pretty severe. I mean, he, he was limping pretty hard, so you was. can see it. And uh, I, rumblings that he may need surgery on that, which is unfortunate for him because he really did uh, kind of have a, a coming out year this year. And um, but granted, even when Isaiah Thomas was playing, the Cavs were just running the floor. Yeah, against the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, and and like like we had touched on before, this is LeBron. This is the best LeBron I've ever seen. Oh, by um, far. 14th, 14th season in, and it's the best he's ever been. Uh, you know, you know the, the Celtics coach, he had said that he's been in the league for, what, four years now? I think four or five years. I think, yeah, four. Four, yeah. and he had, he had said, I didn't think it was possible, but LeBron's better now than he was when I came in the league. It's and insane. It's, it's, it's unbelievable to me. I mean, this is LeBron's eighth straight 30-point playoff game. Um, he's averaging thirty point. Uh, he's averaging what thirty four nine and seven for the playoffs. Crazy. The first two, yeah, it, it's just insane to me. Um, he's making everybody better. I mean, Kevin Love's uh, put up a, a a thirty and ten spot first game. A twenty was it twenty one and twelve the second game, something like that. He's just making everybody better, and the matchups are just unbelievable. And LeBron is the peak of those matchups. Um, I mean, think about it. It's, it. It seems like if you're watching the games and, you know, you guys should, uh, but every time down the court, it's a match. It's a mismatch. And, you know, and they find it every time. You've got Kelly Olnick on LeBron, and he just makes him look silly. He's he's yeah. clowning on him, too. Yeah. He's embarrassing, turning his back to him. Yeah, dribbling um, you know, the ball under his leg. Yeah, <laughs> you know, mean, and that's, that's... And then just blowing by him and dunking. Yeah. In the basketball world, that's, that's seen as disrespectful. And, and you know... You know, I've always been kind of raised as if you don't want him to talk, shut him up, you know. Celtics can't shut him Kelly, up. Kelly Olenek can't do anything to LeBron. Yeah. And that's why, you know, he can't. Of course he's going to clown on him. And then, you know, you, they've had Marcus Smart on LeBron. Lamar, LeBron's like a foot taller than him. Uh, you know, and, uh, Marcus Smart's a, uh, he's a, he's a strong player, but 
you can't defend LeBron. No. Um, you know, you have Marcus Smart on Kevin Love, which is hilarious to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kevin Love just flattened him out one play. You know, he just he just couldn't. He can't do it. Not you know, Kevin Love has too many post moves to for Marcus Smart to stop him. And then you'll have uh, you know, to avoid all of that, they start double teaming LeBron. And guess what happens on a pick and roll? You got Kyrie on Al Horford. <laughs> and yeah, you know, and easy. that's not and and Kyrie, believe it or not, hasn't been playing well. No, <laughs> he hasn't been shooting well at all, which is scary because you know <laughs> they just won by forty four, and Kyrie played okay. He you played know. okay, yeah. <clears throat> Even game one, Kyrie was a little off. Yeah, I mean, didn't shoot that. He's well. getting the basket great. I mean, his, yeah. his moves are just insane, just stupid. But uh, you know, he's not shooting very well. I mean. And uh, you know, I well, and you even have uh Kyle Corver really not shooting nope. that well in these playoffs. JR's not shooting great, and the Cavs are still just running, running it's the just, floor with Celtics. It's just it's crazy insane. to me. And so, when these guys get start clicking, um, it's gonna be a whole new ball game. And you know, the, with the matchups, with the shooting ability, um, Kevin Love is just shooting lights out. Oh, yeah, oh my god, he's so fun to watch right now. Every time down the court, it seems like he's hitting a three. Yeah. Um, you know, there was at one point I said, how did he only have 21 points? I saw him hit 12 threes. Like, how, <laughs> right. how is that possible? Yeah. Um, but, you know, with with uh, Isaiah out, you know, Kevin Love and LeBron playing the way, the way they are. And they're heading back to Cleveland. It's it's game over. That's game over. And really, in uh, with the sweep, I, I, I counted out the days. With the sweep from the beginning of the playoffs to the beginning of the finals... They will have had forty days of rest, wow! Because of this sweep, uh, you know, you this is they uh, LeBron rested what seven games during the during the uh, regular season. So, you know, you you trashed on him then, but he is healthier and more rested now than he ever has been. It seems like yeah, uh, and, it, and it's showing. I mean, right. it really is showing. Yeah, I mean, LeBron is well rested. He's locked in. They're not in. They're not. Uh, they're not settling for shots. They're taking great shots. You know, yeah. Kevin Love, LeBron shooting great from three, um, but they're not settling for them. Whereas, you know, last year, uh, you know, in the, early, the beginning of the finals, you could tell they were kind of tired because LeBron was just settling for threes, mm-hmm. um, kind of resting up a little bit. Um, I mean, he doesn't have to. He's he's, he's got forty he's days go. of rest. You know, so he's he's got that. And you know, I'm I keep hearing. Um, with the rest and all this stuff, and because of the way he's playing, I keep hearing everybody talk about you know the, the LeBron and Jordan thing. You know, it's it's never going to stop. No, but you know, I'm I'm pretty much tired of hearing it at this point. I almost wonder if you know, I I know it's never going to happen because of the way sports are, but uh, I I I wonder if can't we just can't we just say both are great? Uh, statistically, LeBron is better um, because yeah. he's you know he's been able to you know he's got more points um, or um, not more points yet, but he's going to he, um, he he's going to have more points. But he's he's uh, he's averaging just as much, if not more, he, more assists, more rebounds, all this stuff. Um, but you know the the guys that are uh, MJ homers, I just are never going to say LeBron's better. So I mean, it just it, it's it doesn't matter what he does. So why can't we just say both were great? I mean, LeBron's got the size and the ability. I mean, he's just—he just is a better like a—he's a as a specimen. He is just a physically just bigger and faster and stronger person yeah. than MJ was. Um, but I mean, the the rules are completely different. You can't hand check. You can't do any of that stuff anymore. Right. So LeBron had or uh, MJ had a uh, had an advantage on defense, and then. Um, 
and LeBron has an advantage on offense now. So it doesn't, you know, one or the other, it doesn't matter. The rules are different. It's never going to be the same. They're both great. I think LeBron's better, but they're both great. They're both great. It, you yeah, know, they're just, both great players. The people, the, the, and, it, and it, to me, I think because of, it, it seems to be mostly millennials that say LeBron, LeBron's better because we're, we're watching him. Seen, um, yeah. But, you know, even, even the older guys that are saying LeBron is better at this point, they're open to saying that MJ was better in certain things, that MJ is, yeah. you know, the rules are different, you know, it's it's a gray area. It seems like the MJ, uh, the homers, they're saying, no. No, no. LeBron, no, no LeBron, but no. he's terrible. MJ's better. MJ's it better. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, you know, so it's, it's just a little, I guess it's a difference on how you see it, but, you know, it's just physically and mentally and you know, it just it seems like LeBron's just bigger, faster, stronger, better. So I mean yeah. That that's there but just why can't we just say they're both great? Cuz they are. They well, are. Don't they're both great players. In in really it kind of I I got uh for mo- the beginning of Brady's career, I didn't like him because I was tired of him winning. But you know, I kind of evened out on it and and I, at this point I just see it as for all the LeBron haters why can't you just why can't you just enjoy history, you know? Yeah. And that's why I stopped I stopped disliking Kobe. I stopped disliking uh, um, Brady because listen, are you gonna just sit there and hate it and talk bad about it and then later on think uh, whatever, or are you gonna just sit back and say, I got to watch history just now. Like I yeah. I get to tell my kids later on that I watch I, I was watched, watching LeBron. I watched LeBron. I watched Brady. Yeah. You know, and so why can't you just enjoy it? You know, yeah. that's what sports are for. Completely agree with that. And, I mean, honestly, the the whole LeBron, Michael Jordan, you know, back and forth, who's better? Honestly, if LeBron can, uh, you know, get this Cavs team back-to-back NBA titles with the Warriors kind of reloading with yet another all-star, that would just be kind of like a cherry on top. It's got a career moment. That's That's got to kind of push LeBron... Yeah, up there and, even further because that's that would just be impressive to me. Right, and LeBron and Brady have like kind of the same thing going when it comes to uh, final like finals appearances and, and Super Bowl appearances. Right. Um, you know, the argument for MJ is always always it doesn't the matter ranks. what it is six and zero. Oh. That's it. It doesn't anybody I've ever talked to six and zero oh, doesn't matter six and zero oh, six and zero oh. it doesn't matter what you say six and zero. Oh. So to me, it what it really boils down to to me is what you're trying to say. Is that making it six times and winning all six times is better than making it eight, nine, ten times? Just period. Doesn't matter. It, it, it's just mind blowing to me that because you lost in the finals, that means it's worse than not even making it. Because MJ lost two first round series, like we had talked about. Right. LeBron made it to those finals. <laughs> so it just, to me, I, 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 it, it's hard to wrap my mind around the fact that you're willing to. To not make it more than you're willing, or more than willing to lose it. Right. Uh, and Brady's got the same thing. You know, they're saying that he didn't win all of them, so he's not the best. He's not the best. He's not uh, Montana uh, won all of his. You know, right? You know, but he made it to more. So it just, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around it. Yeah. Because, so you'd rather take a first round out than make yeah. it to the finals and lose. Yeah. So That's e- crazy. Even if you've only made it to one, let's just say you've only made it to one your whole life. You'd rather. Not ever make it, not ever get close, rather than make it and lose. No, because you've been to the Super Bowl. You've been to the finals. No one else has. 
So what you're, you know, saying LeBron because he's lost some is worse than MJ's never losing them, even though LeBron's been to more. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, like, it's just, just wrap your mind around it. Completely, completely agree. I mean, like you said, let's just leave it at they're both. Great they're both players. great. They're both great. Yeah. And let's just enjoy. That's it. Watching sports, watching history. Yeah. Right now, let's watch and, LeBron win. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think obviously the Cavs Warriors series that's inevitable going to be coming gonna up. Happen. It's going to be one heck of a series. I mean, it's going to be one for the ages, I think. Absolutely. Uh, two just teams playing really phenomenal basketball. And and I'm excited to watch it. And it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, you have two superheroes on a crash course. I mean, I just... It's, it, how are you not going to enjoy it? I yep. mean, it's, and that's what we love to do. And obviously, like you said, we'll be live tweeting that stuff. Oh, absolutely. We'll be live tweeting, you know, the, the rest of the playoff games. And even into the NFL season, we'll be live tweeting. So absolutely. hop on Twitter, follow us at OTE Pod. Be a lot of fun. Man, it, it was a lot of fun getting back into it this week. Yes. No, obviously. I needed it. You needed it. And uh, hopefully you're you're getting on the mend even more. We're getting there. And, uh, you know, we'll be back next week talking, you know, probably more basketball, some NFL stuff, and whatever else goes on in the world of sports uh, throughout the coming week. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's always fun, you know, kind of just speaking our mind, talking about what we want to talk about. And, hope it's uh, one for you guys. Yeah, we, we hope you guys enjoy listening. And, and if you do enjoy, uh, you know, subscribe to us on, you know, the Apple Podcast app. Uh, you know, hit up our website, r-thoughts.com, and obviously follow us on Twitter. Um, OT at OTE pod and we'd love to you know chat with you guys so feel free reach out if you think we said something that was like oh no I completely disagree with that we'd love to have uh, yeah, you know, civil, know. civil arguments we love that kind of stuff absolutely so so hit us up and uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next week yeah thanks a lot guys we had fun <laughs>